0: Welcome to Base Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wiseman. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberty, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to Base Liberty episode 44. Darren Wisely here. As always, just thrilled to be with you. It's Thursday, February 25th, 2021. And uh, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts at. Check out my Twitter, my Facebook, all that good stuff. If you don't feel like looking all that up. Of course, you can always check out my website, baseliberty.com. You can get on the email list, check out the store, all that good stuff. So, This is the second episode of the week, Uh, finally getting more back on track with this content for you guys. Uh, I've received a lot of feedback lately, so that's just going to encourage me to uh, get on the mic and uh, get my thoughts out there, get more information out for you. So I appreciate all the support. And I've received a lot of questions uh, lately, had a lot of conversations about vaccines Uh, obviously the threat of mandatory vaccines by government, especially under the Biden administration, uh, is very concerning. How do we avoid them? What can we do? And, uh, because of that, I want to make this episode about that. And like I said, I love getting feedback from you guys, hearing what issues are important to you, what, uh, what you want me to talk about. So anytime you can do that. And if I have something to say on the issue, then, then I'll do it. So let's jump right in so in light of those questions uh that i've received i've been thinking about this as a topic the last few days and then this incident at the australian open i believe it was over the weekend but that definitely makes it a very timely topic so (coughs) at the australian open which is tennis uh just so you know the crowd uh booed when the vaccine was mentioned Tennis Australia President Jane Herdlicker was forced to pause during her speech last night when she mentioned the rollout of the COVID vaccine. She thanked the Victorian government for ensuring the tournament continued despite a hotel quarantine issue and snap lockdown in Victoria.
1: It's been a time of heartfelt uh, challenge. It's been a time of deep loss and extraordinary sacrifice for everyone. And with vaccinations on the way, rolling out in many countries around the world, it's now a time for optimism and hope for the future.
0: <laughs> so you, you love to see that. So it's good that there's some dissenting voices out there, even in Australia. Well, the Deputy Prime Minister, Michael McCormack, has condemned the crowd's behavior. I think it was rather dis- disgusting behavior. I don't like booing at any any event and certainly any sporting event. But Jane Hurdlicher, of course, her involvement with Tennis Australia, making that speech last night, mentioned vaccines and got booed. Well, that's un Australian. I'm sorry, that is just un-Australian. It's disgusting and un-Australian. Well, I don't really know what's Australian or un-Australian, so I can't really speak to that. Um, but I just think his whole response is funny. No booing in sports. I mean, I think booing is a large part of, you know, if you go to a football game or, heck, think about like a hockey game, you know, uh, the opponent's thrown in the penalty box. Everyone's going crazy. I mean, that's part of the fun of sports. Obviously, that's not the context there are booing in here, but I just thought it was weird to say he doesn't like booing in sports. I mean, that sounds awful uh, low T to me. But what this really shows is you can't question government authority. Um, it's no different here in the United States. You know, they, they don't want, uh, from their narrative or, or their agenda. So that's why you have a response like that. I love the look on her face too. when she was saying it, people start booing. Oh my gosh. You mean everyone doesn't want to just line up and get poked? Uh, (laughs) so funny. These people are just so out of touch. Um, so there is a lot of concern. As I said at the beginning of the show about mandatory uh, vaccinations. And, and again, for very good reason. This stuff was just rolled out incredibly fast, you know, less than a year. And, and I mean, look at all the trouble we've had with vaccines in the past uh, here in the United States and abroad, you know, in the last hundred years. I mean, there's a lot to be concerned about. And I mean, when something messes with your RNA, there's always going to be some cause for concern. It could cause infertility in a large percentage of women. I mean, that's obviously concerning. Like, what's it doing to you to cause that? And the thing about it is we know Bill Gates and his kind of circle, his cronies, they have talked about for decades population control. That's kind of been like, this thing that that keeps popping up and that they've spoken out about. So wouldn't it make sense if these people are so concerned about population control? Oh, now we have a vaccine and one of the side effects just happens to be, you know, that say 30% of women become infertile. Well, that's convenient, isn't it? When all along they've been so concerned about this this population control thing. So it, it makes you think. And I don't know what the hell's in it. I mean... Why would you just blindly trust these people? I know a lot of a lot of you listeners you feel the same way. It's like what is this? What's in it? What are the side effects? I want to know all the facts before I put this thing into my body, which you should. And I know people will listen to this and say, "You're not a medical expert, you can't even talk about the vaccine." blah blah blah. Oh, so all these people you listen to on TV are these public health experts telling us that we should have lockdowns and stand six feet apart and wear masks. I mean, they're generic public health experts. That doesn't mean they're qualified in their relevant field to speak on these things. People just line up. I mean, Bill Gates, where's his qualification? You know, I keep pointing to him as an example, but all these people. I mean, this whole thing this past year with with COVID, you know, you wear a mask into a restaurant, but then you can take it off to eat. And people are always wearing it wrong. It's hanging off their face. They're touching it. They're playing with it. You know, they're putting a dirty mask back on. I mean, do you think that's actually proper? That's actually doing? I mean, it's all a crock of shit. This is all arbitrary. It, it, there's no science behind any of this stuff. And now they want us to just trust their advice on this vaccine. They want to tell us what to put in our body. These people, these people aren't experts. Oh, uh, not, I mean, maybe on something, but not in the relevant field they're giving advice on. Just because you know something about one thing doesn't mean you know it about the other. But hey, you know, people are just so stupid. They're so brainwashed. They're just going to go lighter, right along with it. They're going to get right in line. Hey, poke me in the arm. Trust the science, right? Trust the science. <laughs> science. That's funny. But This episode, it's not. A, we're not going to talk about the veracity of the vaccine. Of course, I'm not an expert on these things. You form your own opinion. Uh, people will believe what they want to, just like anything else. So, I mean... You might have your mind made up one way or the other. That's fine. I'm not telling you to take it or not. I don't care. Just don't force me to take it. Do whatever you want. Form your own opinion. That's not what this show's about. I want to answer some of these questions, or at least I might not have all the answers. That might be the wrong way to put it, but but discuss these issues. I mean the trust the science thing, it makes no sense. If it's science, why can't you question it? If it's science, why do you have to blindly follow it? That's not science. That's a creepy, cultish, deranged opinion. That's what that's not scientific. If you get in trouble for booing it or demonized for not going along with it, that's not science. It's 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 like a religion. It's its own creepy cultish religion of science, but it's not even real science. Some other concerning things about this whole vaccine thing is, you know, all these companies that provide these vaccines, they have government immunity. So if something goes wrong, they can't be sued. Uh, Like most manufacturers, most, most companies, the government pays out for some of these things, but it's like, if this vaccine so trustworthy, why does government carve out special protection in the law to provide immunity from lawsuits? Think about that. I mean, not only is it unfair, why does this little sector of industry get its own carve out from tort liability? I mean, of course, it's more government picking winners and losers, protecting their friends. But you have to question the entire thing. You can't even sue these people if they screw it up. So, of course they're going to roll it out as fast as they can. There's no repercussions if it goes wrong. Of course, people aren't going to question it. They want to live in their fantasy world. Government's just looking out for us. They just want to protect us and keep us safe. Yeah. (laughs) They just have our best interests in mind. That's what the past year's taught us, hasn't it? When they lock us in our own homes, but then give bailouts to their rich Friends on wall street yeah they're they're just looking out for us i mean if you still believe that i can't help you but if you're at least open and you want to discuss these things this is a good discussion to have so with that in mind okay whatever you know so what i mean those of us who do actually think for ourselves what can we do about all this I know in my community, Hillsdale County, there is big concern over this, and it's good to see. It's encouraging. And it's not just from the more politically active people. Of course, those of us have kind of seen this coming all along. We've had these discussions, and we know we have to stick together. But I'm seeing it actually from normies, too. What I mean by that is someone saying, you know, I don't trust this vaccine. It's coming out quick. And it's not someone I'm talking to that's real politically active, um, but just looking out for her own health. Or, and, and seeing that from people who maybe aren't as deep of the weeds in this stuff as I am, that's a good sign. Because it shouldn't be political. I mean, that's the whole problem is, well, why are politics involved in everything? Well, because government's involved in every aspect of our lives. So you can't escape it. I mean, you can't watch sports without it being politicized. I mean, when government tells you you can't go to church or not. So... In some way, you can't escape, and you know, they're saying if your kids can go to school or not, you have to wear a mask, if your business can be open or not. I mean, it's everywhere. But when people who maybe don't care about some of these other things are like, well, no, the vaccine, that's too far for me. Good. I'm happy to see that. Now, I think a lot of people are brainwashed and are not going to think for themselves, but the more people thinking for themselves, the more we can fight back. So that is positive. Uh, That's probably your only white pill of the episode. But it's something. You know, maybe it's a half dose. I mean, you have Biden visiting the Pfizer facility in Kalamazoo. That's like just over an hour from me, actually.
1: And as we increase supply, we're carrying out a clear plan to get shots into the arms of 300 million Americans or more. And I know people want confidence that it's safe. Well, I just toured... And it's where it's being made. It takes more time to do the check for safety than it does actually to make the vaccine. That's how fastidious they are. We all know there's some history, there's some hesitancy about taking this vaccine. We all know there's history in this country of having subjected certain communities to terrible medical abuses in the past. But if there's one message to cut through to everyone in this country is this, The vaccines are safe, please, for yourself, your family, your community, this country. Take the vaccine when it's your turn and available. That's how to beat this pandemic.
0: There you have it. Joe Biden toured the facility and said it's safe. It must be safe. Joe Biden says so. I mean, the guy can't even put his own dentures in, but his tour of the facility told us the vaccine's safe. So now we know it's safe. Joe Biden said so. I mean, how does a tour of the facility even help? I mean, obviously, I'm not taking this guy's word for it, but it's like, you tour the facility, maybe it's like, oh, there's no dust in it or something. That's not what we're worried about, Joe. We're worried about the long-term effects, the facility, you know, cleanliness, if it's sterile or not. I mean, yeah, hopefully they keep their place clean, but that's that's not the point. It's not a peanut factory. I'm not worried about, you know, if they're mixing nuts and someone's going to be allergic or something like that. That's not the concern with this vaccine. I mean, he's probably just snuck in there to steal Viagra, honestly. <sighs> if this is mandated, if this is forced by government, by men with guns, what are you going to do? That's, and that's a serious question. We, there's really only three options if it comes down to it. And could it? I don't know. We'll get into that, but say it does for purposes of this discussion. So there's three options. They show up to your door, they arrest you, they take you into custody, and they hold you down and inject you, you know, just like they do at, uh, you know, asylums or whatever, you know, I I know they don't call them that anymore, but you know what I mean. Someone's not taking their medication, they hold them down, they inject them. Could be that. Okay. Or they show up and you say, screw this, and you go out guns a-blazing, you die in a shootout. Okay, well, there you're dead. So one one option is get arrested and forcibly injected. The other is you get killed. And then the only other is you spend the rest of your life living off the grid. And I know a lot of people talk like they could do that, but really you're going to hide the rest of your life, not see your family, your friends. What are you going to do for money, food, clothing, shelter? And maybe you can. I mean, there's people who can do that. I get that. But is that realistic for a lot of people? No. The grid's only so big, I mean, you got your phone, they can track you on internet, all these other things, so you'd really have to be off the grid. But really, those are your options. Live off the grid, and spend the rest of your life looking out over your shoulder, they forcibly inject you, or they kill you. (laughs) Some great options, some great options here. And I know what people say, they can't legally do that, we have the constitution to protect us, we have due process. Really? I mean, maybe in a free country, you're right, they couldn't forcibly do that under the law. But you have to remember, the Supreme Court has upheld forced sterilizations. You think they won't support a mandatory vaccine? I mean, that's peanuts compared to that. The precedent's there, and they'll use it. They use it any time they can sneak their foot in the door. And that's the problem with the government. The only check on government power is government. So it's all a sham. It doesn't make any sense, you know, when, who's going to determine if what the government does is unconstitutional? Oh, another branch of the government? Well, how do you think that's going to work out? And how has it worked out? And I've talked about this in a lot of other episodes when we talked about the Supreme Court, uh, landmark cases, things like that. But yeah, I mean, the Supreme Court isn't going to rule against the federal government. They're part of the federal government. So, yeah, this is real concerning, you know, people showing up to your doors, forcing you to take this vaccine, or you die in a shootout, or you hide off in the woods. I mean, you show up in court, it's probably over. They probably already have vaccinated you in jail or something, but say they don't. I mean, you're not going to win the case. I mean, don't bank on it. (laughs) Maybe you do, awesome, I'll slap you on the back, but I really wouldn't roll the dice with that. So, yeah, a lot of us, when we talk about this forced vaccination, we have this image that I kind of talked about, people showing up with guns, and we have this shootout, you know. Um, could that happen? Yeah. But, but I don't see that as the most likely um, outcome or possibility, and, and here's why. So, obviously, it's real messy. The optics are bad, and, yeah, the media is going to downplay it or not cover it. Media is in the government pocket. I get all that. But still, the optics of seeing grandma dragged off by the feds, you know, thrown in a black uh, SUV, I mean, that would draw sympathy. I mean, the average person who maybe just blindly gets in line and, and takes this because they're sheep, they're going to say, oh, come on, you know, this little old lady, she didn't want to take the vaccine. <laughs> and the feds roughed her up. I mean, it, it's just not good, you know, Or or people shooting and dying, you know kids getting dragged off i mean the optics are awful um now would they get their own way in the end sure because they have the weapons the force obviously the court all the government that you know they're all on the same team so they could prevail but i just think it would be way more work than they want way more um way more of a mess they want something cleaner easier so uh, i i don't i hope obviously i hope it doesn't come to that um, and I don't think it will now obviously be prepared for it. So I'm just going through situations, but so what do I think is more likely? Well, we saw in the past year, uh, you know, it was kind of a, the pregame or whatever you want to call it. They're going to use shame, you know, with the lockdowns and masks instead, you know, um, you're selfish for wanting freedom. You know, that's the implicit thing in there. Well, it's the same thing with these with these vaccines. Oh, you don't get one? You're selfish. We're all in this together. <laughs> We're all in this together. That, that's one of my favorite of the stupid slogans from the past year. That and 15 days to flatten the curve. Here we are a year later. But that's what they'll do. They'll they will try to marginalize people who won't go along. They'll use shame. That'll be the first step. Um. Because again, someone dragging off... Someone being dragged off for resisting on TV that that's not going to be good for their agenda but they will demonize people I mean you even have uh so-called conservative pundits uh you know Ben Shapiro take the vaccine you dopes so that's the thing is when they have people on all sides you know this kind of uh supposed opposition but it's really not opposition uh it's all theater those people well then you're going to get uh, it, when it becomes not partisan, it becomes a lot easier it becomes a lot easier to enforce you know uh, when you have Trump on one side, you know the mainstream media on the other, then people are gonna pick one of the other side's general I mean your average person, most people, but if everyone's come together on this, it's like oh you're you're one of those weird people who's not taking the vaccine. you want people to die you know just like if you wanted to leave your home or, or work a job the past year. you want people to die. So that's what they'll do and you might say so what who cares you know i'm used to being shamed at this point i've got thick skin well that's where it starts so they get a lot of people with this shame with this peer pressure if you want to call it that next thing you know private companies will require it sometime we'll have to do a whole episode on the whole private company thing and you know, how like Google, Twitter, all these big tech, they're not really private companies. They're so intertwined with government. but And that's kind of what this whole lockdown thing was, right? It's drive out all the mom and pop businesses so everyone has to either work for or rely on these major corporations. And they're kind of just weeding out, you know, the, the smaller companies who might resist government, but these big ones are so in bed with government, they're all part of the same thing. So it adds more to the oligopoly. So there's something to think about. But So when you have these private businesses, which are these big tech and and these other just giant corporations, so how does that play out? Well, I don't know exactly, but here's a theory I've heard. Um, Say on your phone, you have like an app or, you know, like a little barcode you scan, and it says if you've had the vaccine or not you know, people talk about implementing a chip in you or whatever, like, yeah, I mean, that could happen, but this is much easier, so this says if you've had the vaccine or not, you have to scan it, say, to get on a plane, and you're like, I mean, this is very uh, realistic to me, Uh, much, much easier than people showing up at your house with, with guns and dragging you off and throwing you in an SUV, so it's a passive way of doing it, and you say, well, i I'll just drive. I don't care about going on a plane. Okay, fine. But what happens when you need this uh, barcode to get into your office, or your kids need it to go to school, or maybe even to get in your car? You know, like those DUI things they have, where uh, to tell you know if, if your blood alcohol level. Okay, what if it's like that? To to drive this car, you have to scan this reader then what then what are you gonna do what happens if you need it to go to the bank to set up a bank account to manage your funds to get groceries to get in the grocery store just all these basic things for survival work food shelter travel school you might not need all those you can always homeschool your kids you can grow your own food you can you know ride a bike but you know some of these things eventually it's going to be too much and what are you going to do then? Just live completely off the grid, like I talked about earlier. It's like, again, there's people who can do it, and that's fine. But a lot of people aren't, you know? You, you think your soccer mom in, in uh, you know in the suburbs is just going to live in a hut somewhere, like in Idaho or something? I mean, maybe. It's going to work for some people, but many people just can't make a living Buy food necessities and they'll just be and en- end up they'll just end up being coerced into complying. They're not dragged off and forced to take the vaccine, but everything else is taken away so that they just eventually give in, break down, just just give me my life back, I'll take it. I mean and we've seen it on just like in the shutdown. I mean, a lot of people just want their lives back and they're willing to do whatever it takes. So imagine if they take away all this stuff from you. I mean, that's nothing compared to the the hypothetical I just went through. So there doesn't need to be a shootout. People will comply because they need to, to survive. It'll be pernicious. That's what I think. Just like most things they do. It's not going to be overnight. You wake up. This is how it is. You know, like... Stalin or Mao or something, but it but it's just slowly, you know, start with shame, start with certain companies, start with smaller things that people oh I can live without that. But eventually it becomes oh I can't I, you know. What am I gonna do? Walk in this Michigan winter? I mean <laughs> You live in a rural area, you're gonna walk everywhere? Ride a horse, I mean I guess. So, I mean, who knows? These are my thoughts. I'm not saying I have hard evidence. This is exactly how it's going to be. I'm just rolling through some scenarios because we got to keep an eye out for this. You know, we got to be prepared uh, for violence. You know, they're already talking about taking more guns away, things like that. That's something to keep on the radar. That's something we can talk about in another episode. But also this more pernicious way of doing things, of almost making you like an unperson if you don't get this vaccine. But they really aren't hiding the ball anymore with this tyranny. They're just outright doing it. It's not going to be overnight. But, you know, the sheep, they don't want to question the authority. They're too brainwashed. They think the government has their best interests in mind. Just ridiculous at this point. But, you know, I can't force people to see the light. I can only speak the truth as I see it. Let the chips fall where they may. And do what you will with the information. But some of this stuff could be right around the corner. I know it's a lot to take in. It sounds like all doom and gloom. But the first step is identifying the problem. We can't change anything if we don't be just straight up honest. These are the issues, you know. We could sit here and talk about flowers and ponies and unicorns. But, you know, then we're going to be killed in our sleep. So we got to talk about these things. You don't want to acknowledge real life? Then fine, don't. Don't come crying to me when you're, you know, thrown in a gulag or someone shows up to your house, forces you to be injected or you can't work or your kids can't go to school. Got to be ready for it. Nothing can change if we don't look at the problems and just be straight up honest. The, The most annoying thing about this past year was just pretending, pretending all of this nonsense was real. Like the six feet thing, wearing a mask in a restaurant and then taking off. I mean, it's baloney. It's all garbage. It doesn't make any sense. It's not scientific. These people are clowns. But I guess they're kind of smart too because they're in power and they're controlling the rest of the world. So it depends how you look at it. But a lot of these so-called experts, I don't know what they're talking about. And they're not even experts in the field that they're discussing. But with all that in mind, the kind of doom or whatever, you know, next month I'm real excited about what we'll be rolling out. You can already see I'm out here putting more content out, but we're going to start talking about some real solutions to these problems that I've been discussing. You know, I'm not just here bitching, providing no answers. Um, I don't claim to have all the answers, obviously, but I'm going to talk about some solutions, have some guests on, hash this stuff out. I look forward to that. Make sure you share this stuff. Make sure you share it with your friends. Get the word out. That's the only way things are going to change. It doesn't cost you one of our worthless Fed Federal Reserve printed fiat dollars. Just share it. Share it with your friends. Leave me a review if you haven't. I like chatting with you guys. I'm looking forward to what we're going to bring. We're going to talk about how we can preserve liberty, how we can fight all this tyranny that's coming our way. So, we're going to talk about some solutions. I look forward to it next month. is That's going to be the theme. So, hey, we'll see you then. Take care.